Hello and welcome to MacPreneur, the show that helps entrepreneurs from all around the world run their business on Apple Gear. My name is Damien Schreurs and here we go for today's episode. So, in today's show, I'll share with you my main takeaways from the announcements that Apple made during the last two weeks of March 2019. Two weeks ago, newly refreshed iPads and iMacs, as well as the second generation AirPods, with a twist, have appeared on the Apple Store. And on Monday, March 25th, Apple unveiled a slew of new entertainment services, as well as an Apple-branded credit card. Yes, you heard me right. Apple is firmly setting foot in the banking industry as well. And finally, Apple cancelled a product that they unveiled with the iPhone X, yes, in 2017. My goal with this episode is to share with you what it means uh, specifically for us entrepreneurs using uh, Apple hardware, software and services to run our businesses. But before diving in, I just wanted to thank you for listening to the show. I truly appreciate you fitting the MacPreneur podcast in your busy life. If it's your first time, welcome to the MacPreneur tribe. You're joining listeners located all around the world. And if you're listening for a while now, I'm super grateful that you're sticking with me. And I would love to have your feedback by shooting me an email at damien at macpreneur.com. Because I want to help you make the most of your Apple gear even between episodes, I've prepared 30 tips for your iPhone and Mac. Among other things, you'll learn how to operate your device faster and tame notifications, which will make you more productive on the long run. To sign up for this free email course, just visit macpreneur.com forward slash tips. So now let's dive in, uh, into today's episode. So a quick recap of all the releases and the announcement that Apple made over the past two weeks. So there, there has, has been a new iPad Air, it's the third generation version, and new iPad mini, the fifth generation. They have also updated the 4K and the 5K Retina iMacs and uh, given additional configuration options for the iMac Pro. They have released the second generation AirPods with a wireless charging case but uh, as I talked about that they cancelled the air power which is a, a charging mat a wireless uh, charging mat that they promised they would ship uh, when they announced the iPhone 10 and then there was the the big uh, it's showtime uh, uh, Apple event on uh, March 25th and where they announced Apple News Plus service the a service called Apple Arcade for gaming, the Apple Card, the, the, the credit card by Apple, and then the Apple TV Plus, which is a video streaming service very similar to what Netflix is uh, is offering right now. So let's let's go through these uh, the the announcements that they they made uh, on Monday, March twenty fifth. So overall, my my take on that is. I really have the impression of seeing a, a new Apple. It's a totally different Apple f from the one that actually I fell in love with around 2007 when I bought my first iMac. It's 
there is clearly a, a difference um, where Apple is is less focused on on hardware and more more focused on on uh, services uh, now. The the fact that they didn't do a big splash when a week before they announced they, they announced the new iPads, the the new the improved uh, Retina iMac line. It was just a, a small announcement. Everything was put in the in on the Apple Store, but they did the keynote for the uh, the new services. Personally, I I'm a bit worried uh, about about this because for me it really signals a change in in priority. So if you have followed Apple for a while, you you've you've seen that they really uh, embody the 80-20 rule. So they really are really always trimming down what they're doing and what they're offering looking at this uh, 80% of their revenue or the impact that they can do on the world and so what they're doing is they're uh, focusing on their normal consumers so the non-professional and from what happened this week is it's for me it's getting clear is that they're they're prioritizing now services over hardware and what worries me is uh, if they do that will they shift uh, resources internally and i'm worried that we could see a further decrease in, in quality of the product so the big the big issue right now is their butterfly keyboard on the uh, macbook pros and on the newly released uh, macbook airs it's still an issue that they haven't totally fixed they have released the third generation butterfly keyboard but still there there are issues so uh, keys are sticking or when we when you type on a key you have double the the letter uh, i saw a nice article i think from the wall street journal i have to put a link in the show notes of um, a journalist who, who just bought a the newest app, uh, MacBook Air, and then she she had these uh, keys uh, sticking, and so she decided to make an article where you could toggle on and off the fact that the the letter E would be missing or the let, letter R would be missing, and and how the the uh, the article <laughs> would would be affected by that. Yeah, so that's that's my biggest worry. Uh, is is Apple going to have less uh, emphasis on, on, on products over their services line. So the, to go just over the, the announcement, so the News Plus is actually uh, the fact that they, they acquired Texture, which offered magazine uh, subscriptions, mainly in, in North America, so in the US and Canada. And so Texture will shut down and will be replaced by uh, Apple News Plus. It will only be available, actually, for the moment in the US and Canada. And later on, uh, at the end of 2019, it should be uh, extended to Australia and United Kingdom. Another, uh, another service that will be mostly uh, US-based uh, is uh, the Apple Card, so the, the, the credit card by Apple. It will be tied to Apple Pay and they have a partner with a bank. 
Goldman Sachs and with Mastercard to to offer this this service. I will not go into detail because again for me it's a, it's a strange thing that Apple is uh, for some of the services is really uh, looking into the North American market only and not not looking at the at the entire world. The two services that will come later this year and that will be available in 150 plus countries, it's uh, Apple Arcade and uh, Apple TV Plus. So Apple Arcade is is a gaming uh, kind of subscription. And actually we don't have any price yet. We don't know how much it will cost. But the idea of Apple Arcade is that you will pay a, a fixed monthly fee and then you will get access to an exclusive catalog of games. And uh, this would be compatible with uh, family sharing. And that means that you don't need to pay for the, div for the individual games. It's not clear whether or not there will be in-app purchases. We, we don't know yet. So that's for the gaming subscription. And then the Apple TV Plus, it's, it's really the Apple version of, of Netflix. So they have managed to convince producers and, and actors to actually make shows, make TV shows, uh, TV series for them. So they have uh, Steven Spielberg, Steve Carell, and a bunch of other uh, high-profile uh, people in the, in the show business industry. So Oprah Winfrey as well will have a, will have a show there. And, um, and those will be exclusive to Apple TV Plus and the, 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 the twist will be that uh, they will make the service uh, available not only on Apple devices but also on uh, smart TVs. So earlier this year uh, a bunch of there were a bunch of uh, announcements from uh, Sony, Samsung, LG where they said that they would bring AirPlay and also uh, the, the TV app, the Apple TV app onto their smart TVs. So yes, for those two services, it will be a worldwide release, but there is no pricing. And the release date is vague because they said fall 2019. So I'm thinking that could coincide with uh, iOS 13, tvOS 13, and the latest version of macOS, which will be 10.15. So that's What I believe what, hap what will happen is that it will be uh, fully embedded in the latest version of the operating system. To, to wrap this announcement, I was, I was underwhelmed by the announcement and, and, and frankly, I, I didn't like. I didn't like to see this kind of, of uh, Apple. The Apple is totally different Apple that I, that I, that I know and love. And also... I don't know for, um, what the, the the services they announce. It's really entertainment services, and it's for me the, the polar opposite of what Apple set out to do when they started. When they started, they wanted to bring technology to the masses so that people would be more productive. They would have they would be able to be more creative. So to have tools in the hands that they cannot, that they, they wouldn't have previously because it was too expensive. And now the message is, okay, we'll entertain you. And that's for me the, 
the opposite of productivity and the opposite of creativity. And so that's why, that's what makes me worried a little bit about this announcement. It's the, the message that Apple is giving to the world about, yeah, about their priorities. Um, so that wraps up a bit my, my uh, take on the March 25th announcement. Uh, then let's go into hardware. Uh, the my most favorite product of Apple uh, in the past uh, year is the uh, the AirPods, and so Apple has released the second generation AirPod with now a wireless charging case. So what's new in the AirPods? The chip inside is new, which means that actually you we, we will have longer battery life and lower latency. So that means we the 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 time between uh, the sound coming from the phone or the iPad to the AirPods is really, really reduced. That means that it's important if you if you do some gaming with your devices. And so for that, it's, it's great. Also, uh, it's supposed to be pairing faster as well. So no big changes. Apparently, there won't be anything uh, different on the outside. So... I don't think you, we will be able to distinguish the second generation AirPods from the first generation AirPods. Now what they what they offer it's actually it's an option to have also a wireless charging case. Uh, you can still we can still buy the the second generation AirPods in the normal charging case, but in addition there will be a wireless charging case. Now wireless it's not purely wireless. It means yes, we can use uh, uh, charging mats that that you you may have, but we there will also be a, a lightning port, so you we can charge we could charge this this case uh, both ways, and the case will be compatible with the third generation AirPods. And finally, talking about uh, a charging mat, so Apple announced uh, in 2017 the AirPower, which was supposed to be able to do wireless charging of up to three devices, and uh, apparently they they could not they could not reach the quality that they that they were striving for, and so it's official. They released a statement saying that they cancelled the the development and production of of AirPower. And so, if if you want to do some wireless charging of your latest iPhone and now the AirPods uh, charging case, then you need to go and uh, find uh, other solutions uh, from Oki uh, and the likes. So that's for the AirPods. Now let's go to the, the iMacs. So that was a bit funny because <laughs> I think it was two days after I released episode 31 where I <laughs> went through the the Mac desktops well Apple <laughs> released a refreshed version of the uh, the iMac the, the 4k and the 5k retina models so uh, it doesn't change a lot of what I I told you uh, the in the previous episode uh, except that so what what's what's new they actually so with for the same price we get we'll get roughly 50 percent 
up to 50 to 70% uh, performance improvement depending on the CPU configuration so on. So for the same price, much beefier and much uh, faster device. So that's that's about it. Um, faster processor, faster graphics card. And so in the previous episode, in episode 31, I was saying that if you're a serious professional, you should consider the iMac Pro. Now it's not so clear means that if you're a professional graphic designer so if you don't do high-end video production or coding but do graphic design then the 5k retina iMac with maybe a beefier graphics card or uh, the, the the beefiest uh, processor and still much below the $5,000 mark then I think this uh, this 5K Retina iMac would be would be a good good option for you. So that's the the main thing. It's the the newest 5K Retina iMac is getting closer to iMac Pro territory. And actually, if you fully upgrade the uh, 5K Retina iMac, you can get to the five thousand dollar mark. I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, if you if you fully upgrade a 5K Retina iMac and you're very close to $5,000, it's still better to buy the, the iMac Pro. But if you're more towards the $3,500 or $4,000 mark, then I think uh, you could you could you could have a very great machine uh, at that price, and you don't need the the iMac Pro. Talking about the iMac Pro, there was a, s- a small difference in terms of what uh, the, the options. Um, now the iMac Pro can be fitted with 256 gigabytes of RAM, so doubled what they offered uh, previously. So it's a, it's a, it's huge, a really beefy machine, and they have uh, another graphics card option, an improved graphics card option as well for the iMac Pro. Now let's go through the last part of this episode and uh, talk about the iPads that were released about two weeks ago, where overall we can we can say now that Apple has brought Apple Pencil support to the entire uh, iPad line. So two devices were actually announced, the iPad Air third generation, which is now 10.5 inch and it's replacing actually the 10.5 inch iPad Pro. Even though it has the latest generation CPU, the A12 Bionic, it's, we could look at it as a kind of watered down iPad Pro. Uh, it keeps and it has now the first generation Apple Pencil support and it has the smart connector of the iPad Pro, which makes me think that they actually, from a mad manufacturing point of view, they're actually keeping the, the line of the previous model iPad Pro, the one with Touch ID, and they changed the internals. So to, to keep the price lower than the previous Pro model, they have removed speakers, so there are only two speakers. And there is a lower resolution rear facing camera. So it's an 8 megapixel camera instead of a 12 megapixel camera. So it's only capable of doing 1080p videos rather than 4K uh, 
videos. Overall, it's a, it's a great device and actually uh, this third generation iPad Air could be the, the one that uh, most people should be looking to, to buy because it is very fast. It's the same processor speed as the latest uh, iPad Pros with uh, Face ID and it has Apple Pencil support and it has a smart connector, which means that you can put a, a, a keyboard which doesn't need juice because it's, uh, uh, it's using the smart connector to, to get power, to get juice from the, from the iPad. So it's uh, overall, uh, it's, a, it's a great surprise. And um, the second one is the fifth generation iPad mini, or iPad mini 5 if you want. And it's really a much-awaited uh, boosted version of the iPad mini 4 that, that I'm, I'm using right now. So it has the latest generation CPU, so the, A2, the A12 line. It has the latest Retina display technology, so it's much crisper than what uh, the iPad mini 4 could, could show. It has an improved rear-facing camera, so it's still... Uh, 8 megapixel, but now it's capable of doing live photos, which a previous model couldn't do. And the front-facing camera now we're going from 1.2 megapixel to 7 megapixel, so really much better quality for the for selfies and and uh, and so on. And it's adding support for the first generation Apple Pencil, which means that. If you look at the line right now, the iPad line, where we have the sixth generation iPad, the iPad mini 5 and the iPad Air 3, and those three devices are compatible with the first generation Apple Pencil. And then there are only two models of iPad Pros, the 11 inch and the 12.9 inch. And those models, they have support for the second generation Apple Pencil. So overall, it's, it's a line that, a new line that makes uh, much more sense. So there's a clear distinction between what is Pro, it means it has a Face ID and a second generation Apple Pencil support, and what is not Pro. So it's Touch ID and first generation Apple Pencil. Price-wise, it's also making more sense. So the, the cheapest is still the sixth uh, generation iPad, which is a 9.7 inch. And my, my guess, my hunch is that Apple is offering that for the education market. It's a sub $400 machine, which has the right size and has Apple's uh, pencil support. And then for a little bit more, you can get the iPad mini 5, which is smaller, so you, you save some space, you have something that's more portable, but still has the Apple Pencil support, or you can, you can have a slightly bigger size and some additional features like a smart keyboard and a better camera with the iPad Air 3. Actually, uh, talking about this iPad line, this will be the, the topic 
of the next uh, two episodes. So where I will explore the question, the first question that I will explore is to which extent could we, Macpreneurs, use an iPad as a MacBook replacement? So this will be the next episode, episode 33. And then in episode 34, I will go through the entire iPad line again, but looking at it from a Macpreneur point of view and saying, okay, which iPad uh, should we buy for our business based on the different needs and uh, the characteristics of the different iPads. So that's it for today. I hope you found this episode useful somehow, even though the format was different from, from what you're used to. As usual, a transcript of the episode and all the links will be in the show notes available at macpreneur.com forward slash episode 32, where you're more than welcome to provide feedback in the comments section. Actually, I'd love to know which of the recent Apple announcements have caught your attention the most and why. And until next time, I'm Damien Schroes, wishing you a great day.